Dude, I need to use the bathroom. Roll the intro music. Welcome back to the We Can Do Better podcast, episode 3, season 3, January 20th, 2020. Happy holidays, guys. It is the biggest holiday of the year. That's right, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. What a time to be alive. It is the day of the year, as you said. It is the grandest of all holidays. It is the epitome of anything else. I mean, let me tell you, this is what I live for, ladies and gentlemen. This is the time... This is my moment in life. I've reached the best I can be. We just got a Monday off. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I, <laughs> we have a three-day weekend. It's nice. Shout out to MOKJ. Yep, the man. Um, it's MOK Day in the capital city of Tallahassee. Um, it's the one-year anniversary of Florida State football's Twitter account posting an infamous picture of Martin Luther King Jr., the legendary Martin Luther King Jr., wearing an <laughs> FSU football glove while doing the war chant. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you showed it to me this morning. <laughs> you showed it to all of us, to me, Angela, yeah. and Joris. And um, <laughs> who, whose idea was that to make it? It was like, hey, guys, we're going to post this. All I'm going to say... New coaching staff, new personnel all around the board. I hope whoever made that graphic is not here anymore. God, I hope so. Daniel, that being said, it's been a long weekend. We have a lot to get to in sports. But first, I know you went to a party last night. Not this night. Last night. Yep. What, what was it like, my friend? I was, it was great. It was great. I went, uh, you know, I went with our friend Elaine, who's been on the podcast before. And, you know, some other people, just to name a few, Noah, Remy, Laney, and um, we had a really good time, you know? We went to this townhouse for our friend Emily, who's actually a photographer at Club Down Under. And how about that? Yeah, how about that? It was, it was a lot of fun. It was themed. It was a fruit versus vegetable theme. What? Yes. Dude, what are these things? Who comes up with these? I don't know. I, you I had, like, know. frog theme last week? I did. I did. Uh, I think this We was... need to fire whoever makes those themes. I'm serious. <laughs> oh, my this, God. These are laughable. Continue. Quite. So, <laughs> I, you know what I was? I was a blueberry. What? Yeah. Wait, you just wear blue? Yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. And you know what was I... Was there one person who, like, dressed up as a fruit? Not really. No. No, there wasn't. There wasn't. There's a lot of berries. Um, My friend Michael uh, wore a red sweatshirt and a green beanie, and everybody was like, oh, you're a strawberry, but I knew he was a tomato because we talked about it. Oh, okay. So I planned on, you know, trying to overhear conversations of when they were like, oh, you're a strawberry, I'd yell out... No, he's a tomato! Yeah, it's obvious. Clearly. Like, what else would he be, right? So there was a similar thread in the two nights that we went out um, yes. this weekend, and that we both ended our nights at McDonald's. Right, you went to a club on Saturday night. I went to Bajitas, I went to Baja's Beach Club. If you go to Florida State University, you have some mixed feelings about that club, probably. You yep. had some of your best times, maybe some of your worst times at the university in that club. But honestly, I like it. There, I said it. I said it. You know what? People always, you know, like to talk badly about Bajas and the music that they play there and all that jazz. Daniel, they didn't play jazz. Oh, they didn't? Oh. No, they didn't play jazz. Got me they... excited. Yeah. I mean, I would have been excited if they played jazz. I love know, jazz. Great. That'd be awesome. I'd be having a lot of fun. But they played a lot of Spanish music, Daniel. They played a lot of hits. They played um, some Kendrick Lamar that I didn't expect. They played some Kanye West that I didn't expect. 
the end of the day, I walk out of the club at like two something in the morning. My ears are shot. I've suffered some hearing loss. <laughs> Hopefully not. I go to McDonald's, sit there for an hour while some of my friends try to order some food. <sighs> it's just a classic night in Tallahassee. Need I say more? I mean, we, we come home afterwards and we talk it all up of go to sleep at 4 a.m. And yeah. that's a lice. That's a lice. Whoa. Wow. That's a life in a FSU college student's life. Wow. A day in the life of an FSU college student. Is that what you, you that's what you meant to say? A day in the lice. Over to FSU <laughs> basketball. What a time to be alive, Daniel. Number five in the country for the first time in 47 years. Yeah. 47 years. That's like longer than we've been alive, right? By a lot. That was, that was great, man. Thanks. I know. I really tried on that one. And, uh, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, Leonard Hamilton was 24 years old the last time we were ranked number five. And he and he's he like looks, 72 now. He still looks 24. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't aged at all. Leonard Hamilton looks exactly the same, but it's taken him 18 years, Daniel. It's his 18th year as head coach at Florida State. I don't think he made the NCAA tournament for the first seven or eight years that he was here in Tallahassee. And frankly, nobody thought that this program had the potential that it has achieved in the last four seasons, where you're talking about Florida State basketball as one of the most consistent teams in the sport. When you're making the second weekend of the NCAA tournament every year, not not a lot of people thought we would do it this year, but this might be our strongest team. Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's also very uh, funny. I just realized this now that we started off unranked, right? We came in, a lot of people doubted us. I feel like a lot of people doubt FSU basketball in general. Um, our first game, I know, I know, I see you. Our first game we played at UF, who was ranked number six. And this is why I think it's very funny, because every time we watch UF play, I'm like, ah, they suck. Guess what? UF isn't even ranked, and now we're number five. So, earned, not given. Exactly, earned, not given. We won every single one of those games that we needed to win. Sure, yeah, we suffered some hard losses on the road in the beginning of the season. UF fans, be happy, though, because I'm sure when the next season starts, you'll be right back in the top five. Not that it matters at all, because we'll be you again. Yeah, um, seven in a row, right? It's going to be seven in a row. We're going to graduate, so. hopefully still beating them. Um, but, man, we're just part of this college basketball madness that has started earlier than usual this season. Because, you know, usually people talk about March Madness and, you know, the George Masons, the Loyolas, the Wichita States advancing deep in the tournament. But now we're talking about Dayton in the top 10, Seton Hall. I mean, Seton Hall is a decent school in the top 10. But to see Florida State avoid getting upset like a lot of these other teams, like the Dukes, like so many other teams of similar caliber. I mean, Kansas has three losses, Daniel. The Jayhawks have three losses, and they're the top three right now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and this is such a weird year for basketball. UNC has their first losing season since 2002. Right. That's insane. It's been 17 years. That's 18 years, right? Yeah. Who would have thought? Math. Yes, math. 17, you know, seasons. They go in between years. Um, but how did we get here? How did we get here? How is this team, you know, a team that people are considering as potentially the best in the ACC and one of the best in the country? Depth. Depth. Two D's. Depth, Devin Vassell. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think he's balling out. I mean, the kid is is playing, doing a heck of a job, right? He's coming up in clutch, big-time moments. He hit that, you know, game-sealing three against Virginia, and then he comes up yesterday, um, and he hits that game-sealing three again. 
And let me tell you, this... Same spot on same, the court. Yeah, same spot, pretty much. On the left side, right? I think... I don't even know how much time was left on the clock, but to put out Miami, a team we should have been blowing out, I understand it's on the road and it's ACC, but listen, he came up big. What do you What do you see? Because I, I know it's... It's hard to picture because we are so young, and I know young kids want to go to the NBA. But there's got to be some talk about Devin Vassell leaving, right? So, Daniel, it's funny you mentioned that. Um, I did some research before the podcast, and I found that a very reputable source, that is NBADraft.net, has Devin Vassell as the number 33-rated player. It's pretty good. And I think he could only go up from here. Florida State had, what, the number 18 pick in the draft last year in Fiondu Cavangeli? Yeah. They had another top 40 pick in Terrence Mann. So, Devin Vassell, he's rising up the draft board for good reason. He had one of his career games against Miami. Throughout the throughout the game-winning three, the man still put up 20-plus. He had something like five assists. Five like rebounds. 11 rebounds. He had 11 rebounds? Yeah, what? he had a double-double. He had, he, had cool, he had a quiet double-double. He had a quiet double-double. Shh. Okay, I'm sorry. He put up 20... If I remember correctly, he put up 22 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. The funny part is, Daniel, because we didn't expect... We didn't expect Devin Vassell to be that guy for us this year in terms of, you know, being the guy with the NBA draft hype. Right. We thought it was going to be Patrick Williams. Of course. And Patrick Williams, you know, he's been pretty under the radar. This season, he's averaging under 10 a game off the bench as a freshman. You know, a lot of people thought he'd be a one-and-done but now people are talking about potentially him coming back next season. And if he comes back next season, if Devin Vassell comes back next season, if MJ Walker comes back next season, this team could be one of the favorites to win the NCAA tournament. I agree. I agree. Especially because we are getting Scotty Barnes, who has been a name that we've been throwing out since we, he signed. One of the best, I think like the sixth best player in the nation or something like that. He's one of the best power forwards, small forwards in high school. I will say this, because we lost six of our eight top leading scores last season. MJ Walker, Daniel, yeah. you know, he was a five-star out of high school. He he started last year, right? But right. he wasn't necessarily considered one of our top contributors. He's kind of providing that shooting touch, that guy who could create his shot. He's doing that in a way that none of the players on last year's team would do. Not even Fiondu Cavangeli, because usually you'd throw the ball to him near the rim or you'd have to throw a lob at him for him to make any type of offensive impact. Um, MJ Walker, you saw, you saw it yesterday against Miami, Daniel. At the end of the game, he was just taking every shot he could. And at first he was missing a few, but toward the end, the end it felt like you couldn't stop him. Yeah, yeah. That's something that was really great. I mean, he's a shooter, and shooters shoot. And last game, he had a rough first half. I think we saw like a stat near the end of the game he had like 19 points in the second half or something like that the man was just on fire he was hitting so many shots there were so many times where you and i were questioning like oh mj why are you taking that shot and then it'd go in for like a corner three so not even talking about this season not even talking about next season how do you think that mj walker's game could translate to the next level he's going to be a spot-up shooter he'd have to be a spot-up shooter because yeah does he put it on the floor now obviously yes he does but he's not like a Kobe Bryant level in college or anything of course like not, that. Yeah. Like Buddy, look at look at Buddy Heald, the man. I will say this, Daniel. MJ Walker is definitely a better college player than Kobe Bryant. Yeah, I don't know. Look at the stats, Thomas. <laughs> look at the numbers. <laughs> yeah, Kobe didn't play college. I know. I'm joking. But uh, yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, look at Buddy Heald. He was a monster at Oklahoma, right? Big Buddy Heald fan. Big Buddy Heald fan. I love Big Buddy Heald. I was like, this kid's amazing. You can put it on the floor. 
And now he's really just a spot-up shooter, quick move, shot creator. I don't know. I think he could make it to the NBA, but it's hard to see. Can we make it to the ACC championship in Greensboro? Back to, you know, talking about this year's team's potential. Oh, heck yeah. I think we can. I think we should. I don't see why there's any reason we can't. I mean, Duke just lost to Clemson, and they lost to Louisville. We just beat Louisville. And we beat Virginia, who's one of the best defensive teams. I'll put it this way. We're 6-1 and one right now, right? Right. In the ACC, maybe 7-1. and one. I'd have to double-check. They're up to 20 ACC games this year. So that would mean we have 12 to 13 games left. So much could happen that time. We could maybe not even be a top-four seed, for all we know. But we could also finish number one, get that top seed, get that double bye, which I think we're going to get, even if we get like the number four seed, which I don't think will drop that low. Yeah. If we get that number one seed, Daniel, we've talked about it. This is probably the weakest ACC that Florida State's been a part of in the last decade or so. There's no reason why we can't be playing on March 14th in Greensboro. Big time. Big time. I want to be there. I want to be there. You want to why? Because we're going to go to Carolina. That's so right. we might as well make a stop. Go ahead. Watch that game. We're actually driving up, Daniel, on the, the 14th. 14th. Yep. Yep. How about that? How about that? If, we're, if we lose in the semifinals, Daniel... I'm going to cry. <laughs> I will be devastated. Listen, we're going to be 45 minutes away from the ACC championship venue. There's no reason why we can't do that. There's no reason why we can't make the Final Four in Atlanta. I mean, there's plenty of reasons. I mean, it's the NCAA tournament. Anything, Anything can happen. happen. Hey, Jinx. How about that? How about that? I mean, we're going to be, what, like four to five hours away from the Final Four. So I'm just saying, you know, maybe we could win the national championship this year. I could also see us losing in the second round because, like, I don't know. I'm still kind of apprehensive about this team. Yeah. It's it's basketball, you know? Like we said, anything can happen. Yeah! Oh, oh, the big star delivers. The big star delivers. And that's a Jawara, the big star. If you guys like what you're hearing, go ahead and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at WCDBpod. That's at WCDBpod. When you're there, click the link in our bio and it'll take you to Spotify or Anchor where you can listen to all of our previous episodes and those upcoming. Again, that's at WCDBpod. Enjoy the rest of the show. Super Bowl! It is time, folks. Uh... Super Bowl is headed down to South Florida, to the 305, to Miami, to Miami Gardens, to Hard Rock Stadium, Daniel, the Kansas City Chiefs, the San Francisco 49ers, for it all. For all the marbles. All of them. Yeah. I'm a little upset. What? (laughs) (laughs) Because, I'm not going to lie, I really wanted a, a Tennessee Titans Green Bay Packers Super Bowl. I okay, really, just pick the other two teams. I really wanted uh, the best quarterback ever versus Aaron Rodgers. Um, <laughs> okay, right. And, and uh, <laughs> no, but all, all, all kidding aside, you know, I mean, hey, we're uh, we're getting Patrick Mahomes, and we're getting uh, who's that other guy? Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, him. That guy. That guy. Yeah, he's in a Kyle Shanahan offense. It's going to be very, You don't sound You don't sound very excited. No, no, I am excited. It's a Super Bowl. How can you not be? But it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a lot. Let me put it this way for you, Daniel. It doesn't matter how the game goes, right? Of course. We we've gone through several Super Bowls watching together. I remember, you know, several 
funny moments that we've shared while watching the big game. I remember just a few years ago, Daniel, and we were bringing this up at some point today. It was the year that the New England Patriots faced the Philadelphia Eagles. Flashback. Wow. We, we were in my house in Pinecrest. We were watching the Super Bowl. You know, just two young high school kids with their whole lives ahead of them. <laughs> and we're watching it, and then we decided, hey, why don't we live tweet this? <laughs> and boy, did we ever. Man, I mentioned Johnny Unitas in one tweet. I said, hashtag, I found Matt Lauer. In, regard, <laughs> yeah. in regards to the hashtag, where in the world is Matt Lauer? A trend from the NBC's Today Show. <laughs> that kind of aged poorly. Yeah. <laughs> um, we had a grand old time, Daniel. And then two dogs yep. crashed the party. Yeah. And you guys might be wondering, why are you guys talking about this? Well, because it's our podcast, because we feel like talking we about it. We can talk about whatever we want here. And that was such a surreal moment, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I turned over, I was like, oh, it's two dogs, two labs. Yeah. And I was like, who, who brought the labs? I didn't see them. And I think the funniest part about it was I kept on updating the situation on Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and so we we had to call the police, right? We had two labs in our house. You know, we were worrying that they would um, that they would take hashtag Donnie, uh, my, dad, my dad's friend Donnie, his projector that he had set up for this big game, right? It was like this whole family tradition that we did the Super Bowl every year at our house. And here come these do, two, what, like 100-pound dogs. They're here to ruin the show, but hey. They made it better. Yeah. They made it better, Daniel. We found them in their home. We called the Pinecrest police. Oh, we love the Pinecrest police here. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that one. And then we watched the Philly special. And then as you were driving home... I got a ticket. <laughs> yeah, by the Pinecrest police. It was... So close. So close. So close. Almost made it home. I really wasn't even... I was just driving like a normal person would. Right. And I came to a stop sign, a four-way stop. And I came to one of those it's very slow rolling stops. It was literally like two in the morning, and then I just kept driving. And all of a sudden, I, you hear the woo, right? The the police sirens. I'm like, what did I do? Like, I wasn't nervous. I wasn't scared because I wasn't speeding. And I pulled over, and he's like, sir, do you know why I'm pulling you over here today? And I said, no, I, I, I don't. I literally have no I idea. I literally <laughs> have no clue. What did I do? He goes, well, you came to one of those rolling stops, not a full, complete stop. And I was like, oh, my God. God, I yo meal. And he's like, Yeah, there's been a lot of complaints from the neighbors about that Louie. I'm like, it's two in the morning. They know that man grew up to be the official in the Florida State Pittsburgh basketball game. Yes. FSU lost because Pittsburgh had like twenty more free throws than us. Yes, he did. Transition to another Super Bowl story, Daniel. Because the Super Bowl, as we mentioned, if you didn't hear by now, if you literally didn't hear anything we said prior to this, is in <laughs> Miami. And the last time the Super Bowl was in Miami, Daniel. Um, here, I'm gonna I'm gonna close my laptop for this story. Oh um, wow! Take, I'll close mine too. Okay, I'm looking away from the show sheet. Um, the last time the Super Bowl was in Miami, I went. I was an impressionable ten year old, and I remember going to the now defunct Sports Authority store before the game to oh, buy yeah. to buy a shirt for the occasion. And this was way before you know Super Bowl tickets went for four thousand dollars a pop. Um, my dad and I we five thousand. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous yeah, nowadays. Right. Like, you have to give away all your money. I digre- digress. Um, the New Orleans Saints, Daniel, faced the Indianapolis Colts. I was a 10-year-old. Kickoff was about to happen, right? And, you know, back in these days, um, it was before the iPhones. Or maybe, like, the iPhones were, like, starting, thing, right? Yeah. But, like, this was back in the day when, like, 
at kickoff at the Super Bowl, like you'd have all those flashing lights in the crowd. Yeah. And like it was like the coolest situation. And, and I was obviously going for the Saints, right? Because they hadn't won a Super Bowl. I have two Saints fans behind me. I'm sitting in section 454 of the then Sun Life Stadium, Daniel. Yeah. And a, a lady decides to drop her beer on me. No way. Yeah. You serious? Yeah. Get out of here. I was wearing a dark blue sweater and she drops the beer on me. She offered to buy me popcorn afterward. I declined, you know. I didn't want her today to be ruined. You know, I wanted her to enjoy the Super Bowl. And obviously she would because her team won. Yeah. That jacket smelled like beer for the next three months. That sucks. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> that was my favorite jacket. No way. Uh... So, hey, you know what? To It's just, you know, I, I just had so many great memories around this game, Daniel. Who was that halftime show? <laughs> I'm, glad you, I'm glad you asked. The Who. Oh, Anyway, who's going to win the Australian Open? <laughs> Transition. <laughs> nice. We're going down under, guys. <laughs> oh, right. We're on fire. Uh, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got a big tournament down under, Daniel. It's What time is it right now? It is 11 o'clock at night, which means it's prime time in Australia. Novak Djokovic looking to defend his crown. Serena Williams still looking for that 24th major title. Gotta hope she gets it. And we're probably gonna watch like 5% of it. Because yeah. it's, it's in Australia. So, yeah. like, why are we even talking about this? I don't know. Hey, I know you're probably not gonna do this, but this time of the year, Daniel, it's probably, you know, when my sleep schedule is the worst. I, I'm, I'm well aware because I lived with you in the same uh, 5 by 3 square inch room last year. Oh my um, god. <laughs> square inch? Yeah, square inch. And um, <laughs> we both lived in Jenny Murphy room 306, and we decided, hey, you know, maybe we should uh, wake up at 5 in the morning or something like that to watch the Australian Open. Oh, it wasn't even the final two. It was like the fourth, fourth round match. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't even important. Or, it, like, it was important. It was important, but it hey. wasn't like the finals. Um, and it, it's all fun and games, and you can say, oh, it's going to be so much fun if we, you know watch the Australian Open at 5 in the morning. It's not. It's not fun at all. You're groggy. You're tired. You're like, why am I waking up at 5 in the morning to watch tennis? I have a question, though, because, like, if it was if it was Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal and it was the final and the match started at 3 a.m., yep. you wouldn't watch it? No, I'd watch it. You would? Yeah, yeah, I'd watch it, but it wasn't Roger Federer. <laughs> <laughs> Rafael Nadal in the final. It was, like, Francis Tiafo and Rafael Nadal. It was, yeah, it was literally that match. And it was, like, a straight set match, and we woke up early. And, man, the Australian Open, I have conflicted feelings about it just because, like, I can't watch any of it. That was part of the reason why I loved being in Europe, because, you know, I was able to watch Wimbledon. I was able to watch the French Open. But, hey, honestly, who cares? Who's going to win the French Open? I don't know. It's probably going to be Nadal. Djokovic or Federer, so why are we even talking about it? Yep. All right. All right. You know I'm getting out of here. Good All right. Night. All right. Good night. All right. Leave. Oh wow, he's really. Leaving. Oh, drop, drop the mic. Okay. Bye, Thomas. Well, that's just me. Sitting in my closet. <laughs> I miss the old Kanye, straight from the gold Kanye, chop up the soul Kanye, set on his goals Kanye, I hate the new Kanye, the bad mood Kanye, the always rude Kanye, spazzing the news Kanye.